The current spoiler warning level is Azure. Friends and folks, for this episode, you're looking at a spoiler warning level of Azure. We're going to be talking about a machine from Mobile Suit Victory Gundam and also some Victory MSV stuff and such. So basically, you're good to go. Please enjoy the episode. Hello, friends and folks, and welcome back to Mechanista NG. That's the correct name of the correct podcast. I'm Six Detmar from Scanline Media. The wrong name has never been uttered. Hi, I'm Dylan. Hi, Dylan. Hello. How's it going? Pretty good. Let's roll. I'm not doing the rest sure. of the gyms. <laughs> Can't do three weeks in a row of gyms. I mean, we could. But you I mean, we could, coward. but I'm a coward. Yeah, no, it's fine. I, I'll admit to cowardice here. I, I'll look. I wonder if so. I have the D100, the purple D100 with with white numbers now. Uh-huh. I wonder if it's possible with what we have. I gotta roll it. Okay. Let me move some stuff out the way because this is a big motherfucker, as you expect a D100 to be. Y- yeah. Kind of sounds like dropping a golf ball. Okay, 29. That's not too bad. Let's see. That would be the ZMS 06S Zalote. Oh, okay. Give me one sec. Pull that up. The Zalote. That's a that's a friend. Oh, that's why I wasn't finding it because I put the dash in the wrong spot. This is ZM dash S O six, which is very yeah, funny. Yeah, sorry. No, the, the way I said it was a little, the cadence was a little confusing. Well, to be fair, most of the time with a mobile suit, you get, like, MS in one sequence, not like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a Zanscare mobile suit, though, and this is a friend. Uh, so, um, this is a suit that is introduced, oh, it's, it's not, like, early, early, right? But it, it's, like, middle of the show suit when they're in space, right? Is, mm-hmm. Yeah, when that comes up. Just trying to remember exactly when. Um, this thing fucking rules. Uh, like all Zanscare mobile suits, to be fair. Um, this one is an interesting one also because this is not an um, uh, Ishigaki design. Like a lot of the uh, Zanscare suits are Ishigaki. This is surprisingly an Okawara design, which is interesting to me because this is a very. I mean, you can kind of tell from the art, like it's you know more like Okawara's poses, but this is a very neat design. <laughs> Um, yeah, I wouldn't associate this this kind of aesthetic with him. I mean, you know, he he's he's, he's adaptable. Work- yeah, right? and he's but- working on Victory, which already has its you know kind of established aesthetic. So I like get it, but it, it, it's 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 neat and it's unique. Um, all right, so there's a lot uh, to talk about this suit. Um, first with the head, uh, like all Zanscare suits, you get the cool uh, weird kind of slit eyes that can open up into like hellish reptile eyes um, the eyes that look very suspicious of everything I, I, I love these eyes always um the head on this actually so funny funnily enough even though this is a zanskar suit this kind of almost reminds me of a crossbow vanguard suit because it kind of has like 
that kind of gas mask thing going on that a lot of those have in F91. Mm, sure. Um, just like the shape of the face, almost very Darth, like kind of Darth Vader helmety, you know, triangular front piece for the mouth. Um, you know, the the way the crown, I, I will call it the crown, the top of the head, like goes over the eyes and such. Um, it's a it's a neat look, I think. Um, then moving on down uh, to the torso, you've got a very, I mean, victory era, right? So very rounded torso, lots of like round pieces that you would expect to be more square if this was like earlier UC or something. Um, you've got uh, a little like cockpit in the front middle, very obvious spot, you know, dark door. Um, on the collar, you have two little uh, holsters. Those are actually used for the uh, beam saber storage. Which good place to put beam sabers? Um, it's because you just pop, fine. You you pop your arm up and it just pops out. Sure, sure, easily accessible, I guess. Yeah, you know why not? Um, and then uh, moving on, you've got two gigantic shoulders, and these are these are probably the thing that make the suit for me. Which I mean, mm-hmm. this is also where most of the cool shit on the suit is. But like, just in terms of like the design and the silhouette, I love these shoulders. Um, the shoulders are. Um, the left shoulder is a beam shield uh, emitter, and the right shoulder uh, has the, the my my favorite nebulous technology, the beam strings, um, which I always find they're they're interesting. We'll talk about them when we get to the weapons, but uh, yeah, the shoulders though are really cool, especially because like the way the beam shield comes out, like it's it's really big, and um, several times actually we see it used almost like just a giant beam saber because i mean that's all a beam shield really is um, right I, I i've always that's like my favorite thing about this suit is like the fact that the shoulders are basically giant beam shield slash beam sabers um and there are some units that have the um the strings in both sides mm-hmm. fools fools i say but i would Why? simply i would simply do shields in both sides <laughs> i would simply run away from you then and shoot you I mean, you can't shoot. There's two beam shields. <laughs> There's always a spot. Fair enough. Um, I mean, how many times have I beat you in uh, Gundam EX versus? Uh, I'm thinking about the tournament. I don't think you beat me. <laughs> Actually, you're breaking kayfabe. This the answer isn't is kayfabe. Beat you all the time. <laughs> this isn't kayfabe. I, I I won. I won that tournament, and I feel bad about it still. <laughs> Um, look, I was invited, and I was partnered with someone who had not played the game really a ton, so it was a it was a fair tournament. This isn't about the tournament, though. <laughs> it's always about the tournament. <laughs> um, so yeah, the actual forearms on this, pretty simple. I do like that they have, um, like, little, uh, I guess bracers would be the term for them, like, the, the little wrist part that extends over the fists out of the, uh, arms. Um, sure. I do like the design of those. Um, the skirt, it's kind of just, I mean, it's a skirt. <laughs> you've got, you know, the middle section, you've got the two front skirts. They have large thrusters on the bottoms. The side skirts are just thrusters. Um, then the rear skirt is just one big piece. Um, so just large, you know, you're, you're kind of a usual skirt setup. I mean, I always like when there's thruster skirts, but, you know, not a lot special going on there. Um, yeah, the legs... Uh, thighs are thighs. Uh, the legs, though, I really like the knee design. You've got these, like, large knee, this, like, large knee armor, uh, with little slits down the middle. Um, I just like the look of it. As well as, like, the feet having, like, 
they, they have like these split toes with what appear to either be vents or thrusters like on the front of the toes um mm -hmm. i just i like that look a lot it's just different because you're so you're so often with mobile suits you know you get your shoes that when you get like this weird kind of like this just it, it just looks more mechanical is probably the way i would put it right the, like the thing about mechanical design when you're making a mecha is while there are plenty of merits to designing something humanoid obviously that's the whole point um it is fun to play around with things that like wouldn't necessarily be like you know on armor or something like that on a person and mm -hmm. so you know it's a little thing but i really like like the design of like the split toe um and yeah um then the backpack is just a large backpack that's pretty integrated into the torso again this is kind of an era where you don't have a lot of backpack separation like it's it's kind of weird to think about because early you see you have backpack separation then you hit like mid to late and it starts becoming a lot more nebulous like the backpack like unit um and, and then also like in victory and such uh you have a lot of these like torsos where the backpack is basically integrated onto it um mm -hmm. it's just interesting to me because like you know I, pl I play a lot of gundam breaker so i have gundam breaker brain about backpacks a lot so i always get like surprised when it's like oh wait yeah this one would just have to be a torso and a backpack together i mean i guess they could split it on this they managed to do it on the fucking Gerbera tetra so they probably do it on anything if they put this in but they won't because they're cowards and victory suits get ignored um <laughs> i mean i think i think it's one thing i i do appreciate about victory which is you know like don't just always do like question Gundam design rules, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, of course. Um. Oh, also should note uh, on the back of the legs there are thrusters too. Uh, they're they're an interesting setup because like normally you have like one down like the middle, um, but these are like one on either side with like a little divider yeah, like in the angled. Yeah, yeah, which is interesting just because that's not your usual setup for these. Um, but yeah, no, this suit fucking rules. Um. And then uh, for its armaments, uh, oh, I forgot to mention on the torso, you do have torso Vulcans. Uh, there are four barrel Vulcans on either side of the torso in the, you know, like under the sides. You can see them. They're a little easier to see if you're looking at something like the League Military Colors or like the VMSV art. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, just torso Vulcans. Um, as mentioned, it does have the beam sabers. Um, it is mentioned on, on this... Okay, you can actually see it with the Carme squad colors. Um, it can actually mount beam cannons onto the backpack, and you can actually see, if you look at the rear hmm. shot of the TV version, where the beam cannons would mount, because there's, like, a clear, you know, little divider thing on the backpack uh, with, like, little circles, um, which I, I assumed were just thrusters going either which way, like, for rotation, but I guess you could just slap a... Yeah, I guess they're hard points. Yeah. Um, as mentioned, you got the beam sabers, though. You've got the beam string emitter, the, the beam string emitters are weird because they're not actually beam strings. That's the thing, right? They're called that because of how they look, but they are supposed to be like kind of they're they're, they're electromagnetic wires. They're weird like electrified wires that are glowing. So you know they look they look kind of beamy, but in reality they're just like white, kind of heat rodish, right? Like you know it's not our I mean I usual name for them, but. I guess I assumed it was like, like how you can channel light through uh, like a fiber optic cable. Mm -hmm. I assumed it was like that, but you're channeling beam energy through it. Is that not? No, it just mentions that. Um, at least from what I'm saying on the wiki here, um, that it can cut through armor, 
But I'm wondering if that's just because it's like a monofilament wire or something, because they are very hmm. thin. Um, hmm. Plus, you have okay. little spears at the end of them. And like when I say thin, I mean thin. Like you can see the uh, string emitter, like artwork, um, and it is, you know, these are very small. And that's just kind of funny considering this is a victory suit, so it is shorter than usual. Um, this thing is only 14.5 meters tall at the head. So, little guy. Um, the other cool thing with the shoulders should mention is both of them are on subarms, I believe. Um, mm -hmm. at, le at the very least, we see the beam string emitter on several pieces, like, with, like you know, popped out um, on the subarm. And I would have to presume there's no reason you couldn't put the subarm on, like, have a subarm on the shield either. Um, so, which I, I just think is neat. You know, utility for aiming it around, moving it around, etc. Um, helpful with the fact that you have, like, a beam shield that's a gigantic you know, beam shield, being able mm -hmm. to, like, rotate it around to the front uh, using the subarm would be good, um, rather than only having the sides protected. I mean, there are instances where you can have only the sides protected, but this thing does not ride in a 9-rad, so... Yeah. Um, I... I do like, I mean, you don't know it to look at it, like, at first glance, if you look at, like, you know, this Okawara art, but this is actually feels like kind of a tribute to the Quebly, the way when those, those, those shoulder binders sort of fold up when it's in active use. Mm-hmm. I can, I can see what you mean for sure. It has that kind of, like, silhouette going on. Um, mm -hmm. look, big pointy shoulder pauldrons that are sticking out are just good. Um, but yeah, um... Oh, also, it has a beam rifle. I mean, it's a beam rifle, you know. Uh, a lot of suits fires beams from the rifle. Yeah, I was gonna say a lot of suits <laughs> in Victory have beam rifles, and like they're fine in design. It's just you know they're not usually anything special about them. They're just what they are, you know. Um, mm -hmm. Sometimes some are cooler than others. Uh, this one's one of the more boring ones because this one doesn't have like the cool pop-out scopes, whereas like. I really like on, like, you know, the Victory 2 or, like, the, um, I think the Showcues also does it, where, like, it has a bunch of sensors that can pop out, um, while it's aiming, which I think is neat, but, yeah. Um, for the Zoloat, um, the primary colors for it are in this kind of, like, red and yellow, like, very, incidentally, speaking of Cubile, very, like, Play 2 Cubile, um, mm. you know, just the red and yellow like that, uh. Then you have the League Militaire colors, because the League Militaire does capture a unit, and I believe it is used by... Is it used by Marbit? I, I guess it... Uh, like a lot of things in Victory, it probably gets passed around, actually. Yes, okay, looking at known pilots, I think it does. Um, but yeah, I like the League Militaire colors a lot. It's just kind of in this, like, white and dark blue with some red detailing. Um, you also have a VMSV art of it. The initial VMSV art is... Not really in any different colors, you just have a lot of decals. It's number 32, mm -hmm. I can tell that from the shoulder. Um, <laughs> also with the MSV colors, you can notice some interesting things with some of the other ones. Like, I mentioned it before, but the Car uh, the Karm Squad colors has the beam cannons on the back. And they also have extended thrusters, if you look at the legs. Like, instead of just being, like, inset, the thrusters are actually big enough to stick out. So I would presume mm, they are, like, yeah. different or upgraded. Um... And then you have the Tave Squad colors, which... Oh, I uh, should note real quick, for the Karm Squad colors, it's blue with, like, yellow accenting. Funnily enough, the Tave Squad colors is, like... It's almost a reverse in some spots of that same kind of color scheme. Uh, it looks... Reminds me of, like, the Jared Boundock, though, is what this reminds me of. The Zolo That's here. That's generous. <laughs> it doesn't that look great. I that yellow-green looks gross. 
Yeah, it's it's like a mustard it's, yellow. It's Mountain of. Dew. Or like like I should say like a uh, like like almost well almost at Dijon mustard level of mustard. It's not very it's good. It's a little looking. too green for that. It's just uh, uh, yeah, that's true. Oh, I should note I have flux on, so I should probably actually disable that when I'm talking about colors. Look, I simply yeah, what's look, on? Uh, flux. Uh, the the thingy that uh oranges the screen, computer screen. So that, I have no idea what this is. Uh oh, uh, flux is a thing that it, it it makes it so your computer doesn't emit blue light. I get I get headaches when looking at blue light for too long. It's why like, oh I use, see. It, it, like if you have like a phone or something, you probably have like a, a an alternate mode that you know reduces blue light and stuff. Also, hmm. Um, okay. Yep, that's all. Anyway, small digression there, but um yeah. Uh oh, and there's also League Militaire colors in VMSV, and I like these because they gave it the cannons and the extended leg boosters. Incidentally, um that didn't happen in the show though. Um. <laughs> Now we do have variants. Also, those colors look better in the MSV, I think. That's fair. I mean, the other ones are a bit, you know, it looks flat in the other ones. It, the white, the white in the MSV art is kind of like it's like a white tinged with blue, which is kind of interesting. It really, it's very aggressive. It pops. Yeah, I like it. Um, I well, I mean, the thing I like about MSV art Ray, is we're just seeing Okawara's actual coloring skills rather than animation cell based. Sure. You know, that's yeah. always fun. We do have several variants. Um, first, we have the Zolot early production type. Um, oh, well, okay. You know how I just talked about how this looks like the Crossbone Vanguard? I completely forgot about this. But if we go to the Zolot early production type, um, its early colors are just Crossbone Vanguard colors. Mm-hmm. Which is very funny to me. It even has, like, the spiky shoulders in place of the, um, the beam shield shoulders. So this one's actually a very simple version too. Um, it just has spiked uh, sh like shoulders instead, so you lose the shoulder units completely. Um, so all this really has is the Vulcans, the Beam Saber, and the Beam Rifle, which not the best armament set in this era, especially like not having a Beam Shield in Victory era seems bad considering that everything has one. Um, it is kind of cool to see like this. The shoulder is sort of like feeling like more of a shout out to like the Zaku heritage, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, kind of, yeah, like, the, the actual design of the spikes, too, kind of reminds me of, like, the uh, Zalidia, um, mm. which, you know, is even more of a Zaku shout-out if we ever roll that one. I mean, um, we're going to talk about oh, it today, right. it's, a, it's a, duh, it's a variant of the Zoloat, so yeah, we will talk about it. Cool. Um, there's also the light colors, which I quite like, which are this, like, it's, like, red, yellow for the spikes, and then you've got, like, this brown, but, like, a very, like, light brown tannish color. For the joints, I really like that actually. Um, it's interesting. It looks like this. You know what it looks like here is like this looks like if you were playing like a mecha game, no one's heard of like what like a boss would be colored like. I don't know why that's in my head, but I can easily imagine this as like a sprite for some reason, <laughs> just because of the color scheme. I think you know everything mm -hmm. loves putting a red robot in, so I don't know. It's just the weird vibe I get from it. But yeah, so this is basically just a simple early production Zolot. Uh, going with the idea of a prototype as not a better machine in the same way that, you know, some other suits do. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, there are several variants of this. Um, I guess the first one we'll talk about is the one I mentioned already, the ZMS-06G Zolidia. Uh, this machine fucks also. It's great. I love it. Um, 
it's it's look, I love this thing. Um, because this thing is a Zaku. This is a Zanskar Zaku. Um, mm-hmm. so the design, the head has changed a little bit. Um, just different kind of detailing. The eyes have actually fused into like they're like one big, you know, eye sensor, which I think is kind of cool. Um, yeah, not not like a mono eye though. It's like it's like <laughs> it's like the thing when you're looking at art of sonic the hedgehog and you realize he sort of only has one eye <laughs> god kind of it's it's interesting though you can get away with that on a robot it's less weird than when it's on an organic thing mm-hmm. um the torso is basically the same as the zillidia um you know you've got the color area for the beam sabers you got the vulcans the chest like color separation and everything pretty much the same uh the arms are where you start getting different the shoulders are so the right shoulder you have a little like physical shield binder on the one side which i think is cool um which again shout outs to the zaku and on the other side you have the the spike shoulder but then as you move down the arm it actually has the beam shield applied to the arm this is a mm-hmm. so this is kind of a larger beam shield in a way because the thing about the zoloats beam shield is the zoloats beam shield being mounted on the shoulders is good but the way it emits is a little different it basically like is like almost like a b kind of shape uh, around it but it doesn't like get full coverage, whereas the Zolidia's is more designed for like a full, you know, round beam shield, um, without really losing its ability to use it as a melee weapon because you know it's right there on the arm and it's still a big fucking beam shield. <laughs> um, uh, so besides that, um, looking at the rest, I'm pretty sure the legs are just the same as the um, as the Zolidia. Uh, the backpack is a little different. Um, it's you got two large thrusters, and this actually has the popped-out thrusters... Oh, no, that's only in the VMSV yard, sorry. Uh, the legs thrusters are still the same as the Zolowat. However, if you look at the VMSV art, the, he does the popped-out thrusters instead. Mm-hmm. Um, which is interesting. Um, but yeah, the Zelenia is really cool also. Um, I like both a lot. I like the head on the Zelenia, but it, this is just like compromises made to make it work on earth it's missing the beam string emitter it's got this more traditional beam shield instead of the shoulder one which i know is probably like more effective but it seems less cool to me and it doesn't have any real new weapons to compensate um does have one which the wiki doesn't mention but it's very visible if you look at like the uh the original box art for it um there is an optional gatling gun for this at some point uh which is pretty cool Hmm. Um, yes okay I, is, I am presuming i am presuming that that is probably um i'm wondering if that's the gatling i, I need to look at the design of it because i'm curious if that's, oh i like, think the that's one that goes i think that's the that's the kai oh it is on the original one's box art though i will say that if you look at the bottom just the zolidia uh here we go huh you're right yeah which it may have been a planned thing it might be who knows Sometimes models have things that aren't in the show. Um, which we will talk about Gatlings, though, because of the Kai anyway. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, the... I, I think the Zolidia... I don't know. I like it just as a solid reference. Now, yeah, it doesn't have the beam strings anymore. Um, it can equip the optional beam cannons because it has the same backpack. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. It is a little toned down because it's a ground-use version. Um, I, I just... Uh, still think it looks really cool but what about the zolidia kai which just brings all of it back well the zolidia kai is a lot 
Uh, we'll talk about that. Okay. Um, so the Zelidia Kai is a weird machine. Um, so it has, what it does is, so, uh, how to put this? So it has the beam string emitter again, but it's not mounted on the front. It's actually mounted on like one of those backpack mounts, the hard points that like, you know, is, it's normally on. It's offset. So it kind of floats more in the middle, like when it's, mm -hmm. you know, packed up on the back. Um, but yeah, and that adds the beam strings again. Um, and then also you have a giant Gatling gun, which is kind of a thing I wanted to talk about because in victory, you actually get a lot of Gatling guns being used and they kind of make sense because the thing is, so you have the problem with beam weapons, right? Where it's like, oh, beam weapons just kind of go through whatever. So unless you're really making something overly expensive or like beefy, like VO or something, and then treating it with like anti-beam coating and stuff you're generally not going to, like, have a machine that's going to survive a direct hit. So the idea was, okay, let's make the machine smaller and faster so they can dodge, right? Well, mm -hmm. now you've made them smaller and faster. They don't have as much armor, so now the physical weapons kind of shoot back up to being, you know, useful again, especially things like Gatling guns and whatnot. Um, which I just, I think that's kind of cool. Um, I, I kind of like that weird progression of technology going into, like, F-91 and Victory, where it's just like, Oh, wait a minute. We we realize that now we've made everything lighter and faster, so a rapid-fire physical weapon is actually the, like, good again. Mm -hmm. Instead of being useless. Um, which is how, you know, machine guns tend to be depicted uh, in, like, early to mid-UC. Um, I just think it's neat. Um, but, yeah. The I colors on like the Zelidia Kai are interesting. Um, it's got, like, a very, like, kind of, like, dark teal it's it's not quite green it's not quite blue it's just a dark i, I feel like i would call it green i'd call it like a forest green okay and then you've got like yellow accents and then like mm -hmm. white for the joints it's it's a very weird color scheme it, it feels very 90s to me actually mm -hmm. um there is an alternate color scheme also where the uh green is more of a black um which i i personally like a bit more um i just it's a neat machine though um However, this brings up the point that you could theoretically outfit one of these with four sets of the beam string emitters because you could have the two on the shoulders and then the two on the back hard point, and then you have 20 beam string emitters and nothing can escape your grasp. I guess that's true. Been, there should have been a Zalidia spider type. That would have been so cool, personally. Um... Or hell, uh, uh, you, I, well, here's the problem with uh, large gat Gatlings when you're smaller. The recoil is probably a bit more hell. I was going to say, clearly they could also just put, uh, given that the Gatling on this one is mounted on the backpack, uh, you could clearly just mount a Gatling on either side, and then you're dual wielding the Gatlings, you're troa bartening it. It's fine. Well, clearly you just need to point the other one backwards, and then the recoil evens out. Ah, uh, and, then, and then you could spin. <laughs> you could spin while doing it, and then, uh, again, you hit everything. I played Front Mission 5. There's a, there's a whole fucking ability for, ah, your dual-wielding machine guns, time to spin and hit everything, which is probably the dumbest yet funniest ability in those games. But yes, um, look, I'm just saying, if nothing will escape. Um, besides the Zelidia Kai, you also have the Zelidia Desert, because, yeah, deserts. Those mm -hmm. are on Earth. Um, this is an interesting one, too, because it even... This is just based on the Zaku Desert type is the thing, you know? Yeah. Um, you can tell from, like, the way the arms are designed and such. 
like, um, I'm pulling it up real quick. The, uh, not the normal Zaku desert type, sorry. What's the one that's in double Zeta? It's, is it the desert Zaku? <laughs> it's, I hate that there are two different desert Zakus. Right, it is the desert Zaku. Um, and, like, here's the thing. Yeah, the shield, the shoulder shield looks very, very similar to mm -hmm. that style. And the, the, the extended are... spikes, the colors. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is just an extended reference to that. I um, do love how it has spikes everywhere. Yeah, they've decided, well, we, we've we've added, like, little... I, I do like... Okay, I will say also, I do like that, like, the thrusters and, like, the vents have, like, the little, um, like, uh, gates over them, the filters and such, mm -hmm. which I think is pretty cool. Um, but yeah, no, this is just, uh, this is a spiky boy. Um, they have also added a little antenna to the head. Um, the shield is thicker, uh, the spikes are pointier, and then you have knee spikes, and it is ridiculous. Just now... Ridiculous machine. Its color scheme is gunmetal gray, light green, dark green, yellow, brown, and red. This boy is hideous. I, I kind of love it. <laughs> I don't understand why the feet are also black inexplicably. Like, they're not even, like, the gunmetal that is used on the torso. They're just... I mean, I guess it could just be the angle of, like, lighting that he decided to color it like. But they just look like they're black. <laughs> it's just... It's just With two a... red toes... Oh, right, because it, uh, you don't need the vents on the toes anymore. You're on the desert, so they put two red claws on the toes. That's uh -huh. so funny. I kind of love this thing, honestly. I, I like its shape a lot. I just wish its colors weren't so offensive. <laughs> it's pretty It's pretty grody looking, yeah. But, I mean, like, if you even just take the, individual the, parts, like, e the shoulders the... are sick, and the, the, the head, the yellow head with the black, eye, like, eye area with the red eyes, that looks great. Yeah. yeah. Here's the thing. It somehow takes the colors of the Desert Zaku and made them uglier. Because the Desert Zaku <laughs> feels a little bit more tasteful in the placement, you know? Mm -hmm. Whereas this is just... I don't know. I, I think it's all the extra green that is maybe doing it. Like, there's a lot of more... There's a lot more green happening. And it's, you know... Gross. And it's also a brighter green. <laughs> um, it's it's weird. It's This is a strange... Also, where is green in the desert? What are you doing? This is clearly supposed to be camo, yet there's just inexplicably green here. Listen, Whatever. don't think too much about it. Anyway. Um, okay. Those were both the Zolidia variants. How about we talk about uh, the Zolo then? Which is well, a... Well... The Zolo is derived from another variant, the Zolo Rotor. So probably we should do oh, Zolo right. Rotor first. Yeah, Zolo Rotor first. Okay. So the Zolo Rotor, we have taken a Zolowat. We have completely removed the shoulders. I do love that they still have the little like subarm piece on the shoulders, by the way. Uh -huh. It's it's very funny that like they removed a whole bunch of it, but there's still like the little arm in there. Uh which is interesting. Um this is a Zolowat with the beam rotor though. Uh it is put on the backpack. Uh, on, like, the middle. The backpack actually has a big piece put over it, so instead of having the hard points, it's just, like, a big armor piece with, like, I guess a central hard point that the, um, the rotor is plugged into. Mm -hmm. Um, this is also a very, like, this is just a prototype design, though, because it doesn't add any new armaments. It's just, you know, the Vulcans, um, the beam sabers, the beam rifle, and, but, and I guess you have the beam rotor, but I don't, you're, you have the one, and it's on the back. You are probably not using that as a weapon very often. Um, and, like, I understand that it's, like, it's not as useful as the ones on the arm, right? 
but just my sense of aesthetic is really happy that your technology that's based on a helicopter you finally just put on the back. Thank you. Yeah, well, don't worry, that's going to change in a moment. <laughs> I know, but it's just watching them fly along dangling from their forearm like you're carrying a doll by its Look, they, arm. They remind me of, like, I, I don't know, I, I, the way that, like, they, like, hang and shoot off of it, it feels like they're, like, grabbing onto an invisible ledge or something or an invisible pipe. It makes me uncomfortable in exactly the way it should. It's a good job. I just, <laughs> <laughs> it just makes me feel weird. Look, the beam rotors rule. Um, great. Speaking of, all right, so then we move on to the actual Zolo itself, and this is where the design change is complete. Um, you have a new head, you have a new torso, new legs, everything. Um, the shoulders are completely new. New model number, it's 08 now. Yep, we're finally at a new model number instead of being in the 06, we're now at the 08. Um, so yeah, the head on this, the eyes are very big. Uh, the head is like the same style of head. But it's like you put in a character creator with a bunch of sliders and you readjusted them. So, like, you made, like, the, the brow narrower, but the eyes bigger and stuff. You know what I mean? I mean, you, like, wanted, you wanted to make the Darth Vader comparison before. This is where it really looks Darth Vader-y. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, the torso is pretty, you know, normal torso. You just got two vents in the middle. Um, it's very simple in design. Um, the shoulders are just cool shoulder armor, uh, that is sticking out. Uh, the forearms, you still got those, like, kind of bracers, though one of them now has a beam rotor. Um, um, you have the skirt, which is similar in that, you know, you've got, like, the front skirts with the vents at the bottom. The side skirts are extended and longer, and the rear skirt is a little thinner, like it ends at a point. Um... Thighs are pretty standard th thighs, though I do like the detail of having the line down the middle, which is kind of necessary because this thing has very plain colors, and mm -hmm. you need something to, like, break it up a little. It's not awful, but it is a little plain. Um, yeah, for sure. Well, I guess it's a little helicopter. Ho-ho. Um, but, hmm. sorry. <laughs> anyway. The legs, though, you've got extended knee armor, little vents on the knee armor, vents on the bottom of the ankles, uh, some parts on the calves on the outer sides of them uh, sticking out, and... Back to normal feet. Um, and then the backpack is basically like two little wings on a central binder. Uh, these wings are where, I believe those are the beam sabers? Um, yes, yes, those are beam sabers on the backpack. They also can function as beam guns. Um, and then, uh, so this thing is interesting. Because this is from the Beiwu school of doing a transformation. Um, because... So we just went over, right, how there's, like, the, the, the Zolo rotor, right? Mm -hmm. And that just flew on its own. Well, the Zolo here is, like, well, what if we split in half? <laughs> and I don't understand why. Like, yeah, that's... I was, I was thinking it's, about it. It's so it, weird. It's not like, like they made a model of this damn thing, you know? Like, it's... So it's, like, I, I don't understand what this gimmick is for, but whatever. Anyway. Um, alright, so for weapons, uh... You've got a 9-tube missile launcher that uh, go onto the uh, wings, um, me on either wing, um, and they can either have air-to-air -air or air-to-ground missiles. Uh, there is, it uses a beam rifle as well as a beam bazooka. The beam rifle design on this is actually kind of interesting because it has like a bunch of like cooling holes around the uh, barrel. Mm -hmm. um, well, not even the barrel, like the, 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 the front of the barrel, or the end of the barrel, I guess you would say, because the front of the barrel will be the part outmost. 
it's weird. The base it, of it, yeah. The base, yeah. Um, you've got a bunch of little holes, and then you have the clip in the back. I actually like the way that the clip is pl- plugged in also, because it has, like, a little, like, hole on the top of it. Like, it kind of, like, I imagine you would slide, just slide it directly in. Um, hmm, yeah. And then you've that, also... That's sort of P9, P90 style. Yeah. You've also got a Bean Bazooka, and I like the Bean Bazooka, but I think Bean Bazookas are cool, and I'm glad they pop up so often in, um, Victory. Uh, the Bean Bazooka is just, I, I just think Bean Bazookas are cool. That's all. Um, and this one's a pretty neat looking one. I like the weird spikes at the front of the barrel, and I like that the, uh, that, like, for storage, it can actually split, like, down the middle and, like, fold. Mm-hmm. Um, which is a pretty cool design. Um, can also use, uh, the be- obviously the beam rotor can be used as a weapon. It's a beam shield that spins really fast and generates a lifting phenomenon, uh, and then also can be used as a melee weapon. Um, you know, you basically lawnmower a person. Did they ever explain how exactly the beam rotor's lift works? It's supposed to work the way that Minof- like it's similar to how like a Minofsky craft works. Like the the spinning of the particles just generates lift. I they don't super go into it. I think I the mean, novels like, might. Could it but... be like? Could you like, for example, could you spin it the other way and it would push it down? That I don't know. Or like, is it like superheating the air? I'm just, I'm just like, I'm just curious. I don't think they ever super explain. It just seems like a really, like there's really interesting, whatever your answer is for how exactly it works feels like it would have really interesting side effects that you could play with, you know? Mm -hmm. Oh, also should note, the beam rotor on the backpack is not the same as the one on the arm. So it actually does have two. I was thinking the arm. Folded in such a way on the top terminal that maybe it was up there, but no, that's a that's one that's on the backpack. Oh right, because that one's for the top terminal. Yeah, uh, so it does have it. It could also just hover with the back one, I guess. Yeah, um, and that would be useful because if you're using if you're if you're hovering and taking shots, it would be useful to not have your arm getting in the way. Yeah, yeah. Um, it does have the beam sabers I mentioned, uh, which can also be used as beam guns when they're equipped in. Um, it does have. So this is on the bottom terminal, uh, generally, uh, and I do remember this being used in the anime. Uh, basically, in play- on, on like the side of the waist, it can mount this giant... Um, it's called anti-ground depth charge container. It's a giant bomb container, though. It's got 30 tubes, and it just drops downward. That I do remember uh, in the animation, so... Um, yeah. Uh, there is a, an 8-barrel Gatling gun, which is, again, it, it's basically, like the same so it's weird it's like the same design as the one that the zolot uses but again it doesn't have the backpack connection this is just handheld um it can also be mounted for use on the top terminal um there is a multi bazooka which is a really nebulous thing i'm presuming that they gave it a different bazooka design in some scenes like and sometimes it was firing beams and sometimes it was firing missiles so it's just one of it, it's like the tall geese dover gun situation where it's just like uh sometimes it can do either it can do both um and then uh there is a vulcan that is mounted under the nose of the top terminal uh because the nose of the top terminal is like tucked away in mobile suit mode it cannot use it unless it is in the transform mode hmm. um it's just like a little dinky three barrel vulcan um that it inexplicably has for some reason um i'm still thinking about beam rotors here there's a shot 
from this, which, you know, something we see it doing a lot where it is flying using its beam rotor as it seems like both propulsion and shield in this moment and readying mm-hmm. a rifle. And it reminds me of this is a sort of just a fun military fact from the real world. Um, in the early days of uh, aircraft being turned into fighters in World War One, um, there was a bit of a complicating factor. Mm you were decently likely to shoot yourself down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. With you, the, shoot your, you shoot your, you know, you have your guns yeah. positioned behind a propeller and you shoot a propeller. And then in 1915, they invented a machine that basically like regulated the timing to make it, make it so that it only shot when it wouldn't hit the propeller. Uh-huh. I, I have read about this and it is harrowing to me, the idea of this, but it, like I get that it works, but... And I just wonder if there's like some sort of mechanic like that here, right? Where you, t- I mean, like you just, you know, tie the timing timing up so that you could shoot through the beam rotor. That would be pretty cool. Um, yeah, it's it's interesting. Um, I, I'm sad that we actually don't see it ever using just the back one when it's in mobile suit mode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this thing is. You know what? This I. The more I look at this too, you know, we mentioned that it, uh, I mentioned it's like the Beirut with the split. But even, like, the wings on the backpack and stuff, this is very Beowulf-ish. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's it's interesting. Uh, what a weird suit. Um, there are... So, there is the top and bottom terminal. The top terminal is basically a fancy helicopter. And the bottom terminal is just... It, it's the legs. <laughs> That's just a pair of legs flying around. Uh-huh. Um, can they do anything? Um, well... The bottom terminal terminal generally has the bomber units attached to them, so it can do like you know the little like the, de- the anti ground depth charges. Um, that's all that's doing. The top terminal has the beam guns and the Gatling, and or it can mount the Gatling on the bottom. Uh, but it sa- says here in the history that Zanskir military would also not hesitate to use the Zolos terminals to bomb cities. So just imagine like like looking up and just seeing a pair, a of, pair legs of legs just God. that would be the worst thing to see before death just like <laughs> pairs of legs descending on your city it's like like the scene in big o uh with all the flying mega de- uh, deuces and in our deuses um and instead you have just bottom terminals just legs with bombs it's pretty goofy it's rough <laughs> it's a rough um, fate. <laughs> I do like Chronicle Asher's colors on these, by the way. The orange yeah. and like, white. It's neat. Uh, also neat is Okawara did do a ZMSV like, artwork of this, but it's not like a different... Here's the thing. It says it's not a different design. This is a different design. Um, specifically, I'll link you it. Uh, this one right here. Um, it, like It says it's the same one. I... No, it is not. No, it is not. So, what? Um, if you're on the bottom of the wiki, you will find this one. Actually, um, it is uh, the Kunio Okawara Zolo, uh, and this design is very weird. So, the main changes are the head has a visor now, like a it has... like a pilot's visor over the eyes. You can see the like, the Zanskir style eyes there. It's wearing a Toku helmet. It rules. It <laughs> fucking rules. Um. These shoulders have become more detailed. They actually have a second layer of armor popped off the top, as well as having thrusters in them now. Um, the rotor's design is the same. There's different coloring, though. This thing's just more interestingly colored. The torso is similar, but more detailed. Actually, it does have like little thrusters on like the pectoral area, too, um, as well as having like little dividers in the vents, 
which I think is cool. This thing fucking rules. I like this variant. Um, these side skirts are now like a double set of thrusters. Um, instead of just being like the the scoops that they kind of are on the normal one, the front skirt also has added thrusters. Yo, this thing fucking rules. I like this Zolo a lot more actually. It's um, it's very inter- I like I wish this existed as like a variant or something. It's very interesting. Yeah, it's really weird to me that this is just the Zolo. Like the model number is the same. It doesn't say that there's anything different that I can see. Um so it's just yeah. Uh and it's also in the Chronicle Asher colors. Clearly Chronicle This is like what Chronicle drew in his notebook when he was requesting his custom one and its colors and they're like fucking do it. then they just gave him the orange painted one instead <laughs> they're like no we're not giving you a full customized machine you keep losing them ch- ch- a child stole your shoku at this point <laughs> we don't trust you with anything you also get the other variant from uh, ishigaki here uh-huh which i like his too actually yeah it's really weird um you've got i what i'm presuming this is is i'm presuming because of things i've seen like you know victory era with like these concept arts is they probably had, like, a base idea, and they just told the artist to, like, kind of draw around that idea. So this was probably, like, Ishigaki's idea for, like, you know, the Zolo's description. Because this is a very different suit, too. You've got the beam sabers and the shoulders. You've got a... The head is... It's funny, because the head kind of does the same thing that, like, this does with, like, the Zolo head, right? Like, where it accentuates the eyes and such. But it does it in a different way than Okawara does. Mm-hmm. Um, which is interesting. Um, it kind of makes me think of, like... Um... Uh, Spatial Revolutionary Army designs from uh, X. Uh huh. Which I mean, same which is artist, a compliment. So... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, then he disappears from Gundam for a long time, and then inexplicably shows back up way later. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, this is this is just good. It's just a good design. Um, mm-hmm. I I like this Ishigaki one a lot. It's got like the side skirts are kind of like the wings instead. So my presumption is that, like, it still does, like, the top and bottom terminal, but I think, like, the bottom terminal's wings are instead, uh, instead of just being, like, on the rear skirt, are actually on the, um, are just on the, like, side skirts. It's a neat, it's a neat alternate version of it. Um, sadly, we don't have more art of it. Um, mm-hmm. but it does look cool. I always like seeing Ishigaki's, like, unused things. He's actually got quite a few unused Zanscare ones that I will show six later, because they are fun. Um, but yeah. Uh, Alright, and then the Zolo itself does have variants. Mm-hmm. So, we do gotta talk about them. Do we have um, any art of the first mass production test type? No. Not okay. that I'm seeing. I'll just put down okay. that we mentioned it. Now, I will... Mm. Okay, hold on. Mm-hmm. Okay, the, you know what? We will just keep going, yeah. Sorry, there was, look, there's a, there's a lot of variants coming up, technically, because they're just whole new lines, because Victory has, like, an actual through line for its mobile suits like that, but it's fine. It, it'll it'll end at a dead end soon, so this will probably end up being, like, a normal length episode for us at this point. Okay. Um, the, the, the Zolo Kai is easy to talk about, though, because we've given the Zolo a monocle. <laughs> that is what they did. That's all it really is, is it has this, like, and the monocle does the Zanskier eye thing, too. Like, it looks like it's, like, blue, but then when it activates, it lights up, and it has, like, the little pupil down the middle, um, which is very silly. Um, basically, yeah, it's just, it's just a Zolo with a fancy sensor. That's all that's different, and it's, <laughs> it's so funny to me. It's very silly again, looking. It looks like, it looks like a fucking, like, 
it's, I don't know, like, what's his name? A fucking, like, this would be Count Brocken's Zolo from fucking Mazinger. Because <laughs> it's just, it's like the doofiest looking, like, it's not even like a normal looking eye attachment that you get, like, in Gundam sometimes. This is just a full on, like, hat and monocle, like, in a really weird looking way. Yeah. Yeah, it's silly I, anyway. looking. Um, all right. Next, we have the Tomliat, because we, we, we are continuing with our idea of splitting ground-type helicopters. The Tomliat is purple, though. <laughs> um, okay, so to actually talk about the design here real quick. Um, so design differences. The head has gone back to a Zolowat-type head, which is mm-hmm. funny to me that it's gone back to that. Uh, the torso is completely new. You've got a vent on either side. You've got a large cockpit hatch in the middle. Uh, these shoulders, very weird shoulders for, like, going off these flight types, because you've had these, like, shoulders that are generally, like, a bit more, like, trying to, like, be wings, or, like, splayed out a bit. Uh, this one is just, uh, like, this one's more vertical, is how I would put it. Um, and then, um, the arms, basically the same arms, you've got, you know, the, uh, rotor on the one side, so, you know, same in that regard. Uh, but, um, the skirts... Two large front skirts with thr- uh, little vents on the bottom. Two side skirts. I'm trying to find a rear shot of this thing. There we go. Uh, yep, it just has one big fused rear skirt again. Um, the legs are... You've got, like, a really interesting thing going on with the legs. Because, like, the knees... The way the knees are drawn, like, how like the armor separation there, I'm curious. I'm, I'm betting that goes with the transformation. Because mm-hmm. um, it looks like they would, like, fold or something or, like, move. Yeah, um, definitely. On the sides, I'm curious. Are these... Mm, okay, these are multipods. I was going to say, are these missile pods? Yeah. So these are just multipods. They can fire whatever. Generally a variety of different missiles. Um, And then you've got... Interesting feet just because, like, you've got, like... It looks like a pair of small feet on top of a pair of larger mobile suit feet because the ankle armor and the feet have, like, the same design. So, like, the ankle armor just looks like small feet being, like standing on some larger feet to me like a kid trying to look taller <laughs> it, it does look silly like that yeah um then the backpack uh unit on this is um you've got like you've got two thrusters on it and you've got the wings attached to it and that's kind of the main thing um it does also have a 2-2 multipod um on the wings it mentions that they are only usable in the oh i, I see what they are okay they're at the bottom of the wings they actually rotate okay. oh i see yeah, I get. I, I don't see why you couldn't make those usable in mobile suit mode, personally. But you always, you just always want the fucking new Gundam, like. <laughs> well, the, 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 it's a mobile suit. You don't need the weapons to be handheld. Like you could just. The thing is, when the new Gundam fires the fucking bazooka on its back, it's sick. It's great. It rules. But here's the thing: there aren't very many pilots who are going to be aiming, who be able to aim something accurately I'm that's just attached saying to their back. The option should be there. I think by adding the option, you encourage bad behavior. Whatever. Fine. No fun allowed. Six. Um, um, Alright, so... uh, For other weapons, though, you do have one primary normal one, which is uh, the beam tomahawk that this uses. Mm -hmm. Uh, These are kept in the shoulders, I believe. I'm trying to see if I can actually see where those are. They're not the large wads that are sticking out of the shoulders, I don't think. Um, I'm presuming they may just drop out of the black spots. 
because they they're not that thick you know no. they so, i mean to look at them they just basically look like beam sabers, sabers. yeah but instead an axe comes out instead mm. oh okay and it says actually when they're stored they're telescopic okay so they are uh, these mm. are small when they're in the shoulder so you don't normally see them sticking out it just pops out okay um got a beam rifle on it the beam rifle is similar to the to the other one but like so like the loading mechanism in the back is similar like it's the stick that you like the clip that you just shove into the back mm-hmm. um just a different rifle design though it seems like i believe that is grenade launcher on the bottom too knowing victory gundam because well victory gundam loves its beam rifles with those uh, maybe not actually I'm going to assume it is anyway, even if yeah. he doesn't mention it, because Victory loves putting grenade launchers on the bottom of ra- uh, like beam rifles. Um, but yeah, and it uses like the multi bazooka. A lot of its weapons are basically the same weapons uh, that come from like the um, the Zolo. Um, and yeah, this splits in half again. The top half on this one is, oh no, it doesn't even split in half. Sorry, that was my bad. This is just one complete helicopter. Okay, it's just a big helicopter it looked like a half to me for a moment because it looks so weird and then i realized there's the legs though so yeah it's the it's, cockpit is just big. so much that's the thing too like if you look at like the zolo's top terminal right i think the cockpit on the zolo is maybe a little smaller looking and i guess maybe with like the wings being smaller that like my brain didn't scale this correctly when i was imagining the helicopter mode mm-hmm. now i can kind of and now i see it but it's yeah, this is weird. It's just like, ah, uh, I'm a weird helicopter. It's it it looks like that fucking like wasp helicopter from the beginning of Mega Man X. <laughs> God, yeah, it's very strange. Um, the feet do fold up in a kind of neat way. Um, surprisingly good at hiding its feet, even though you can still tell that those are obviously legs. Uh, the hands just hide; they just go inside of the arm, which is you, you know, that's always funny. Um. And then I'm trying to see what else the state though. Yeah, I mean this is a helicopter. Um, it's you know <laughs> I don't care for helicopters as a thing. They're okay. Um, but you know like this is it. The, all these Zanskar helicopters are just strange to me. I get that the idea has to be there because of the beam rotors, but mm-hmm. um, there are a couple alternate colors. There's like the Africa deployment type, which is in yellow. Um, the Black Widow team, which is kind of like a green gray. It's like a dark gray with like a tinge of green in it to me. And then you have the yellow jacket, which is more foresty green with like light blue uh, joints on like the uh, legs. You could be forgiven for assuming the yellow jacket would be yellow. The, the yellow jacket <laughs> would be in the uh, Africa deployment colors because those are more of a yellow jacket's color. Yeah, they might have mixed Meanwhile, them up. Meanwhile, <laughs> the Black Widow team also is not even piloting something that's in Black Widow colors, necessarily. No, not really um, any black and basically am... very little red. That's... Yeah. <laughs> Alright. So, there are two variants of the, of the Tom Liot as well. Uh, there is the Reconnaissance type, which this is a fun one because what have we done? We have simply added a bunch of little fucking um, sensors, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you've got various radars and stuff. Like it, It's kind of, you know, there are some people who put EWAC systems on mobile suits and make them like radomes and stuff. But whenever Okawara does it, or at least frequently when Okawara does it, instead what he puts is lots of fins. It's kind of Zaku Flipper-esque. 
mm-hmm. in that like the wing binders have been extended. There's fins on the shoulders now. Um, the armaments are seemingly reduced a little. Uh, I guess it's supposed to be a recon suit, so you're not going to give it the full armaments. Um, I don't. I we don't have art of this transformed, unfortunately. And the colors are the same as the other Black Widow teams, which is to say they're not colored like a Black Widow spider at all. Um, which, again, bugs me. You can't name your team after different kinds of bugs and then not color them like bugs. And then your one team that is not named after, like, a kind of, like, insect or anything, or, like, arachnid in this case, uh, you color like a fucking yellow jacket. It's so frustrating to me. <laughs> Okawara, why? Um, but, yeah, I mean, this is, this is a... This is a Tomley at Flipper, essentially, is what this is. And, I mean, I, I can dig it. I like the look of the extended wings. Again, I wish I could see this transformed, is the only thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and then we have the final variant to talk about today. The end point of the Zoloat line. Uh, um, the Damutlia. Uh, the Damutlia is... A lot. I love this thing, by the way. But, um, okay. To talk about the head, you still have the Zolo-type head, but you now have these giant, like, cheeks that go out. And the yeah. reason why is because we got mandibles on this guy. <laughs> yeah, you we do. We got mandibles with the shock bite. Yeah, that's true. So silly, and I love it. I love it so much. It's very silly and so good. Um, it is so- going to bite you. It's yep. true. <laughs> You've got a torso, pretty simple torso set of vents on either side. You've got the middle torso, you know, cockpit area. Uh, the shoulders continue from the Tomliot of being, like, very vertical. Um, but these ones are a bit more pointy and streamlined in a way that I like. These actually, these kind of harken back to the design of, like, the Zolowatch shoulders, you know, when it has the, uh, you know, the beam strings and the beam uh, shields on the shoulders. These don't have anything like that, unfortunately, but, you know. It looks similar to that. Um, but, um, yeah, and you have little wings in them as well. Uh, the rotor is still located on the same spot on the arm, the left arm. Uh, the skirts, let me see, are these... Uh, they're a little different from the Tomliats. They're a bit bigger. They have a double set of vents instead of single. Um, the side skirts are, you know, very plain relative to a design like this. Um... As for the legs, you've got the same kind of knees as the, uh, and, like, the, the legs are basically the same as the Tomliats, however, the feet have changed. It is no longer a small pair of shoes standing on a larger pair of shoes. It looks a little bit more normal here. Um, also, I like the color scheme of this suit, should note, because uh, it is, like, green, light green and purple, like, like green-gray. Um, and then, uh... Oh, in the backpack, you've got a double set of thrusters and actually a big tail, which I think the tail is kind of cool because it's for more control for the helicopter mode and stability. Um, plus, it looks like it has thrusters in it and whatnot, so, you know, more thrust. Um, yeah, uh, and this turns into a helicopter also. <laughs> it turns into a full-body helicopter. Yeah. Uh, um, I like this thing. I, I, I'm... I'm, I'm Guessing that Six is not as big a fan of the I mean, uh, shock fight. It's hilarious. <laughs> I, oh, and I should you know. mention all the weapons, same as the Tom Liat. You have the missile pod in the legs, same exact one. You have the beam rotor, the uh, presumably the same kind of beam tomahawk. Um, and then the only addition is the shock bite, and I love it. 
It's it's gonna bite you. It's a very silly weapon. It is a very it is very like situational when you would use that. But also, it does have bug mandibles. And <laughs> the thing is, Zanscare does have that aesthetic going on, so I can't help but love it. I mean, I you know this is it, not a super popular design. Like it doesn't. There aren't a ton of these in Victory Gundam, no. and. I am happy for the one dipshit designer at Bespa who got this thing through. I'm happy for them. Yep. Oh, should note, this is their first, um, well, uh, yeah, actually, out of all the ones today, this is our first Ishigaki design of the ones today. This one's actually not uh, Okawara, this is Ishigaki. So, like, I, I, I don't, I like, if this thing, if there were a bunch of this thing, if they ever, like, truly mass produce this thing... I would be mad, but as a dumb thing that shows up here and there, I think it's all right. I'm here for it. Yay. Yeah, it's a fun design. Um, I'm actually, I'm pretty sure it pops up on one of the Laserdisc covers. Uh, I'm trying to find that real quick. Um, <laughs> Just have it using its, its, its shock I bite it, to eat a burger. <laughs> well, the thing is, it's, it's, it's like, I think it has a single one of the mandibles popped out. I'm trying to find it real quick. Yeah, here. Oh, no, it has them both. Oh right, duh! It's on the amazing laser disc cover with um with our good friend Dukarik, and um oh why am I spacing on the name? Uh, is it a uh, Paloma? I Paloma. think that's right. Yes, Dukarik and Paloma. Renda de yeah. Paloma. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and yeah, uh, I look at their outfits on this cover. It's so good. They they look <laughs> sick as hell. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 the fucking Duker Eek in his biker jacket, but he also he has like armor on his biker jacket, like. And like, also, he has chaps. He has chaps. He's wearing chaps over some leather pants. It's so good. Ah, uh, love these two. They're great. What, um, what champs? Anyway, the um, mandibles. There they are. Well, Dylan, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me at LowPolyRobot on Twitter.com great uh you can find me on on twitter.com at six detmar s-i-x-d-e-t-t-m-a-r you can also find my work at scanlandmedia.com or patreon.com slash scanlandmedia and folks this veterans day remember victory is the greatest tribute we can pay to those who sacrificed their lives for us peace <laughs> I was like, I was like, is there going to be a piece? Defense, they won't be on.